0: I'm not checking. Check, 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 check check
1: check, 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 check,
0: check, it out. No closer, like. Meow, 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 meow.
1: But we're cheap, too cheap for therapy with Marianne and Corinne. All right, now we're really doing stuff. Oh shit. Hey, Corinne. Hey. hey. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you?
0: Great. Oh yay.
1: Hi everybody. Hi, guys. <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Welcome to Too Cheap for Therapy. I'm yes. Marianne.
0: Welcome. I'm Corrine.
1: <laughs> are you German? Maybe. All right. I like it. Nine? Nine,
0: ten. Yeah. Yes. Because we only speak English.
1: I like it. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? What's today's topic?
0: I think today we're going to talk about...
1: Spirituality! That was shiny. Sparkles! What? Sparkles with that. I don't
0: understand. <laughs> don't worry about it. All right.
1: Yeah. Today we're talking about spirituality. Yeah, we
0: sure are. I like it. So I was doing some research on spirituality.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I found out if you Google spirituality, you must be careful because one of the first things to come up is spiritualism. Hmm. So, spirituality is a connection to something bigger than yourself. hmm Spiritualism is contacting the dead.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're going to want to keep those separate. Like, like being a medium?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, both hippy-dippy-woo-woo. It's okay. I'm an extra large. Yeah, just in different different <laughs> directions. No nothing Uh, what happened I told
1: a joke you didn't hear my joke no say it again I said oh like a medium and you were like yeah and I was
0: like oh that's okay I'm an extra
1: large
0: oh I didn't think anything of it because I'm also an extra large (laughs) oh
1: okay you thought I was just (laughs) stating a fact
0: (laughs) if you just said you look like an extra small I would have laughed because that would have been funny (laughs) Fat, fat, for fat.
1: You got jokes.
0: I got jokes for days. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, you can use your spirituality to practice spiritualism if you want to. Sure. You can do all manner of things.
1: Uh, I suppose someone if you, could. Yeah, if you wanted to. I guess. If
0: someone wanted to, they could. As
1: long as it's legal, you know.
0: Well, I mean, it's not like humping the dead. I mean, it's don't just,
1: go around sacrificing folks.
0: It's just Skyping the dead. Well...
1: Huh? Via the Ouija board? Yeah. Or do they have more technology now?
0: MS Ouija. It's a program. The
1: Ouija has MS?
0: Microsoft.
1: Oh!
0: <sighs> it's called a joke, Marianne. It was not a joke. Oh, one. I know. Yours wasn't <laughs> either. Sweet. I know. This wasn't. is shit, I mean, and we need to go. Deleted all <laughs> of goodbye. it. Goodbye. Okay. Deleted. I'm deleting right. everything. Well, it's been great, and I'm gonna leave. So <laughs> have yourself a day.
1: So today we're talking about spiritualism. Hey,
0: <laughs> that's a surprise. <laughs> Okay. Great. What is your personal view on spirituality? How do you feel? How do you live? How do you love? Cut. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what is your take on your personal spirituality? Hmm. How do you do it?
1: Well, um... I don't, really? (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye, folks. Yep. Well, I was raised um, religious, which they're not the same thing. Um, I was raised Baptist in the South.
0: But not Southern Baptist. That's
1: right. That's something different. Google it. I
0: know. I know. That's right.
1: I tell you often. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, since I'm not really religious anymore, I don't think I'm really spiritual either. I think... I wouldn't really say that I believe something is bigger out there that created X, Y, Z and whatnot, but I'm hoping for something out there. So you're open. Yeah, I'm agnostic. I'm open to the idea. I'm not going to say you're 100% wrong because I haven't seen any scientific fact. I haven't died and gone somewhere and then come back and been like, dude, there's some shit on in the afterlife. I don't know. It if you be, had,
0: you could write a book called Dude, There's Some Shit by yeah, Marianne Gutierrez. That's
1: right. It could be could be a big surprise. It could be.
0: It could be a graphic novel. I know. All right. I'll draw. I'm not good at drawing. Oh,
1: no. Cat will draw it for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cat, Cat, Cat could draw it. Could.
0: We could do the world's shittiest graphic novel. I love it. I know. That would be fun. Yeah. I All
1: don't know. Right. We'll see. Like, I, I'm i hoping there's something at the end,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. I, my... So you don't, you don't have that feeling, that little funny feeling that there's the great googly moogly somewhere who's looking at you oh in my, the shower? Oh,
1: God, why is he looking at me? Hey, Marianne. I'm the great googly moogly. I'm
0: the universe, and I, mean, I see your boobs.
1: Oh, no, so I'm looking at my boobs. Uh, well, I mean,
0: you know, it's, it's cool. It's you like know, a doctor.
1: Well, I mean, if the universe made my boobs, they don't need to look at them. That's creepy.
0: That means the universe touched your boobs.
1: Ew, creepy.
0: The universe is gross
1: I don't know I have a hard time with thinking that there is a higher power especially when you assign that higher power the position of the Almighty or this entity made our universe and governs over it because then I go back to well why is there so many shitty things happening Mm, So is this entity who's controlling the universe Kind of like a kid playing on with some ants and a magnifying glass, like, oh, I'll just I built this anthill and I put some ants in it and I'm gonna fuck it up. Or is it just like a teenager who created a universe and then fucked off somewhere and let us do our own thing?
0: Well, that's kind of what I believe is that it's a teenager who <laughs> fucked off, because <laughs> uh, okay. that speaks to me. <laughs> no, here's what I picture. The boss baby, oh, TM. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's my great googly moogly so in the sky. And um, I honestly like people argue about creationism and evolution, and I feel like why not both?
1: Right, true.
0: Like, I feel like maybe something started it, but then said, hey, let's see where this shit goes, yeah. you know? And like a chemical experiment that went horribly dish
1: or something. It went
0: so wrong. <laughs> it went so bad. Oh my God. And then they, they leave it, and it's like, oh, look at them there. Yeah. They found a way to make fire. And then he comes back in like, you know, four hours, but for us it's been like 160 million bajillion years. And then he's like, oh God, they're molesting people yes. and they're, oh, no, 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 no. This is not, uh-uh, Drake keeps talking to those underage girls I and know. I don't understand Stop it.
1: talking to that little oh, girl, It's Drake. called
0: grooming. Gross, I know. And I hope we don't get suicided for saying it.
1: I don't think so. I don't think Drake has that much power. I said it. He ain't that famous. Come at me, Drake. What you want? Quit texting those kids. That's right. Leave that Ricky, Bobby girl a lot yeah bobby billy no bobby what was whitney houston's husband's Mm. name
0: bobby brown
1: bobby brown millie bobby brown
0: millie bobby that helps
1: me remember millie bobby she millie if you listen in and you need help i i don't know what you can do you can email us millie you sweet baby girl i'm sure you know other people who can actually help Stop texting that grown man. It is not your fault, baby. He yeah. should know better. Talk to your handlers. Your handlers,
0: like yeah, the you know, agent? yeah, you know, all they're the people not, who handle you, know.
1: you. Well, I'm concerned about them too, because sometimes they're the pedophiles. Yeah. Or like, like, oh, Drake, you're more famous than my client. Hey, I'll introduce you to, even though she's 15. Not okay.
0: <sighs> Some of those handlers are doing more handling than they should be Yikes. doing. Keep your handling to yourself. How all about right. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. Those so, girls they're impressionable. I know. That's
1: why I'm <sighs> that's why I'm thinking like what kind of all knowing entity would allow this? Unless they're passive. Unless they're just like, I created this thing, let's see what happens, like you said. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean,
0: Well like a lot of authors have takes on it, like uh the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. You know, they they obviously are joking about it, but there's a sliver of, you know, real psychology yeah. and everything. And um, they talk about how it's just an experiment. It was mice experimenting yes. and they just set humans free. And then they're like, oh, fuck this shit. This is bad. We got to get rid of this. And then they decide to build a highway. That's correct. Yeah. So it's a textbook, educational novel. <laughs> no, it's not. I recommend you all it's read it. Not. Okay, it's not, but I recommend you read it because it's really funny. And the movies do not. They don't do it. And I hate no, to be that douche who's like, your was better than the, the movie. <laughs> but it was. It really was. Oh, speaking of, I went to the library today and I got that, uh, that, that, uh, fish, oh. Por- that fish porno.
1: Oh. You know um, the one you told me to watch? God, what was it called? The one by Bonicio del Toro,
0: or whatever—it's not Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo Guero del Toro. Del Toro. Um, yeah, it's The Shape of Water. Yes. But I like to just call it the fish porno. And it is. there's fish humping people. Spoiler alert: I know, right? there's fish humping. Um, but I got the book, and I thought this will be a fun way to use my brains. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen the movie, so I have okay. no uh, no preconceived notions other than...
1: If you haven't seen this yet, it's a Netflix series. It's called Love, Death, and Robots. It's just a collection of short cartoons. It's really cool. Anyway, it's it sounds futuristic.
0: familiar, but I haven't seen it. You should
1: check it out. But there's okay. a specific episode. It's called Ice Age. And it's pretty much just about what you were talking about with the teenager being kind of like the almighty. But in this situation, there are two tenants, they're boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband and wife, and they're living in an apartment, and they open their old, like, 1930s freezer, and there's a civilization in there. (laughs) Then they close it, come back an hour later, and that little caveman group has become, like, they've, they've moved on to, like, the medieval ages, and so on and so on, and then you see where their civilization ends, And then that kind of made me think, like, well, fuck, our civilization could have gone to that trajectory if Gore was president.
0: Ugh, still bitter.
1: I'm still bitter. I'm still mad. I know you are. Um, yeah, I think
0: about it sometimes, and sometimes it freaks me out a little bit. I get a little weird. I drink a little wine. And I get a little weird.
1: Okay.
0: And uh, I start thinking about things like, well, okay, so we're thinking about this this whoever, googly moogly, who might be, you washing know. Washing
1: your boobs while I shower. Yeah,
0: washing my boobs while I shower, Can yeah. You washing,
1: your, she washing your boobs?
0: I hope this is a real guy. It's the guy with the scraggly beard, right? No! That's who, oh. <laughs> the oh, my God, I made a horrible mistake. That's
1: not oh, the Almighty. That's he keeps some... telling me he's
0: the Almighty hobo. Oh, no. It's the hobo lives in my woods. All right. Oh, well. So that was a mistake. But what are you going to do? So I think about it in terms of, like, we own pets, right? Yeah. And they are, like, a, quote, unquote, lesser being than we are because they don't have the same... That we know of. Rights, apparently. <laughs> yes. They're just for fun. Sure. So what if we're the pets? What if there's, you know, what if oh. we're like the dogs? What if there's a civilization out there who's saying, like, oh, I don't, I don't understand why you're crying. And we're like, it's because I have brain tumors. And oh, they're okay. like, I don't, uh, honey, I don't know. Here's a treat. You want something to eat? Yeah, and you're just you're- like, I have a brain tumor, but, yeah, I do want a snack. So it's, you know, maybe they just don't relate with us on the same wavelength Level, and
1: yeah. then they don't want to t- want to take us to the vet or give us health insurance it's They're expensive just like, i don't want to pay for my little human to have their brain tumor removed let's just put them down well
0: they might not even know and what that is America. you know like a dog could be walking around and we we have no idea what's going on with it maybe he's clinically depressed that's
1: true
0: i don't know my dog does take prozac i'm not gonna lie
1: What you just said very much reminded me of an old movie. It's a French film from the 70s. France. Yes, it's called Fantastic Planet. Have you ever seen it? Uh Uh-uh. It's really weird and creepy. Ooh, I like that. And it's French and very... I mean, in the 1970s, I'm sure, it was like, oh my God, this is craziness. It's still insane, but not too outside the box nowadays. But anyway, it's kind of like what you were talking about, that... The human race is on a different planet, and we are, compared to the native species of that planet, we are like two inches tall, and they're gigantic compared to us, so we are their pets. So it's just about that sort of life and how we're trying to get independence, even though we're seen as the dogs, the pets of that world. It's pretty cool. You should give it a look.
0: I may look, see, at it. You
1: should look and watch it.
0: I may have a peek.
1: Look, watch it. All right. All right, then.
0: Y'all, we're giving you a list of things to look watch.
1: That's right. All right. Well, that's, um,
0: I mean, I guess that's That's not really a personal view. I don't know. I guess I, I hate it when people say things happen for a reason. Yeah, I don't know. I like hate that. it when people want to do the whole, like, there's a grand plan, yeah. there's a plan for everything. But at the same time, like.
1: It mm-hmm. would be very comforting to have, like don't worry this is part of the plan for your life like right oh, okay great but then all the horrible shit that has happened not just to me or you but in the world like how do you justify that like oh it's just part of a bigger plan well what the fuck's a bigger plan
0: right so like, see the end result why did a toddler get hit by a bus like right. that that doesn't seem like that could ever be part of a good plan right
1: why why did you know people i know get molested or, you know, someone on TV is a famous superstar now, but she was raped as a child. Like, that doesn't make her famous now because she had that experience. That did not help her at all.
0: Right. But that's what they're... I mean, it's kind of a cop-out, but that's what they're saying. Like, well, we don't know how because we just don't have the vision. We just don't, I don't know. know. Um, I can agree that we don't know. It yeah. appears as though we don't know much. Really don't. Uh, and when I say we, I mean me. I do not <laughs> know things. Um... Y'all, too cheap for therapy should never be considered a substitute for actual medication or therapy from a licensed professional. All opinions expressed during the show belong to the hosts only. We don't know what we're talking about. We just like to fuck around, and we hope you like to listen. Listen.
1: Have you written a book and always wanted to publish it? Don't know where to start or who to contact? No problem, friend. You should contact SquarePenny Publishing. My friend Canise Marshall published her book with SquarePenny, and you should too. They'll help you publish, print, and digitize your book, so it'll get into the hands of your readers. Search Square Penny Publishing on the internets and like them on Facebook today or tomorrow or whenever you get around to it.
2: Hey guys, it's Kanish, author of the Willow Song series, featuring my debut novel, The Call from the Willow, now available on Amazon. And coming summer of 2020, the second installment of the Willow Song series, The Calling of Kings. And you're listening to Too Cheap for Therapy.
0: But I don't know. I I have I guess for me spirituality is that feeling of an interconnectedness and that it can't possibly all be for nothing, good or bad or indifferent, you know? It just seems like what a huge waste that we would all be here living these weird little lives and it would be...
1: You need a reason.
0: Well, I feel like it's, there's got to be more to it than just what we see, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's got to be a oh, behind-the-scenes. Like, there's got to be, like, an Oz, like a little man behind the curtain who's, like, turning the cranks and stuff. But why?
1: What I if, know, that's the thing. I don't know. What if this is just it? Like, you live your life, you work... 50 years, you have a family, and then you die.
0: And well, now that's the real problem, isn't it? and
1: repeat. And
0: every once in a while, I get into a funk, and that's how I start thinking, and then that's not good for anybody. Oh.
1: See, that's... So. I'm, the, I'm kind of opposite, that when I think matter-of-factly like that, like, that, yeah, none of this has a point, it kind of makes me feel a little better, like, well, nothing I do really matters. Cool. I can do whatever the fuck I want.
0: And that was when Marianne went on her first crime spree.
1: Woo-hoo! You boys like Mexico. Ah.
0: So how do you feel about spirituality and religion? Do you feel like they have to coexist or can they be? Because I am not at all religious, but that doesn't mean I don't have a system of beliefs. I mean, I still feel like there's reasons to be a good person. It just doesn't have anything to do with Jesus.
1: Yeah. Um, Although he seemed cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Jesus was a total awesome dude. Yeah. But if I can have a tangent about Christianity for a bit, I
0: thought you were going to say a tantrum. Can we have a tantrum, I don't about, have Christi- a tantrum
1: about Christianity? About Christianity? It's no. such garbage. Okay. So I was raised Christian. Sure. Great. Cool. I have a problem with the religion as a whole. I'm sure Jesus was an awesome dude, great carpenter, good family man, probably. Yeah. But that part of his life was hidden away from the Christian Bible. Right. That we know. Like, what I don't understand, and if some theologist is listening and you can explain this to me, that would be amazing. Yeah,
0: all the serious professionals listening to this right now.
1: (laughs) Please, please teach us. We will pay you for a class. And you
0: can use a fake name, so no one will know that you listen to this. Don't worry. (laughs) So,
1: Jesus roamed around preaching his teachings, which are wonderful. Preaching and teaching. Yeah, pretty much. Like, be kind to others. Respect your parents. Don't kill other people. Pokers are cool. Yeah, just love love your fellow mankind. Right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome dude.
0: Feed people. Take I care of each that. other. Take
1: care of the the poor. The meek shall inherit the earth. Great.
0: Don't be a super dick.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: I could have made the uh, Ten Commandments a lot more punchy.
1: Eh. So all of these, that's a great idea. Wonderful. Yeah. He was doing all that stuff 200 years prior to Christianity really taking off. He was doing his thing, living his life, probably having kids with Mary, Magdalene, who knows? So he was doing his thing, roaming around, doing his preachings. He was crucified, may or may not have risen, depending on what you believe, cool. Anyway, after all that, 200 years later, Christianity takes off, but why? Because of Constantine. Constantine was a ruler. He said, we need something to unify all of my people because they're from different walks of life, different lands. Some of them are my slaves from different countries that we've conquered. I need to be able to control all of them with something. They're different religions. We need to essentially make up and adopt one religion and tell everyone this is the religion of this state. And that's how Christianity was made, kind of, in its, in its current form. Right.
0: Which makes perfect sense because the people at the top have always, and it's a little conspiracy-ish, but they've always found ways to keep people busy, you know, and to keep people in that us-versus-them mentality. But the
1: thing is, if if these people back in those days were really Christians and really followed the doctrine, they would have loved each other like they loved Jesus and God and they would have treated mankind better than we even started back then. Like things if people actually practiced what they preached, we would all be better people.
0: Well there ain't no money in that.
1: Well shit.
0: Back to the drawing board. (laughs) pretty much well i mean yeah you see people who you know preachers who own mega churches and yes. they don't offer anything for anybody well, you not know? any
1: of the good preachers all those are the ones that um
0: evangelicals evangelo testicles i don't know the
1: mega church guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Televangelists. televangelists and they like i've seen interviewers run out to them and try to ask them a few questions like, hey, why do you have a own, your own personal helicopter? Why do you have a yacht? Why do you have eight houses? And they just pretty much gloss over and say, well, God wanted me to have these things. Mm-hmm. Where the people in their congregation are dying because they can't afford their chemo treatments or whatever the situation is, how could you let your congregation suffer if they are believers and you're a believer? How are you going to take advantage of them? Because, spoiler alert,
0: those fuckers don't care about anything but money. That's true. Did you hear about the one in Texas? He had a mega church and uh, someone asked him, they interviewed him and asked him on TV right before a big storm, are you going to let people come into your he had this giant church mm-hmm. and they're like are you going to let people come in and you oh, know use you it for like a empty? yeah use it for like a sheltering yeah. area and he was like no and then the fucker Why? it flooded it was oh, like
1: oh that ain't nothing but Jesus that girl. ain't nothing but Jesus I was, he was somebody was telling him you motherfucker yeah mm-hmm. I gave you so many blessings flood yep. in your household ruined his a church on you yeah lotuses
0: Well, yeah, because you
1: don't need Not lotuses. That That would be beautiful. Locusts.
0: (laughs) I want a lotus. That sounds good. No, uh, yeah, locusts and frogs and melty eyeballs and, oh, man, all the nastiness. That's not great. Nope. So, I don't know. I have a hard time, though, because I have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. who are Christians, and they do embody what Christians should be, right? Um, they're very sweet. They're very kind. They're very giving. They'd give you anything. That's they want to help everybody. And that's what
1: I want to see from humans in general, Re- regardless of your religion or your faith or your spirituality. I just want you not to be an asshole. It's, I have a problem when I see, and I'm only harping on the Christians because that's where I came from. And right. That's what I know. I don't know anything about the Muslim faith or... Judaism or I don't if know if we were
0: doing the show in India we'd be like oh the, these guys and their Hinduism. rivers and yeah, I, don't, I don't know anything about it so
1: it just bothers me so much when Christians don't walk the walk when they say oh I'm such a good Christian and this and that and then they don't help their fellow man they're gossiping they're idle They're shitting on people, not literally, but, you know. Or maybe literally. Or maybe literally. Which is
0: cool if you consent to that, but if you don't, that's not cool. Like,
1: it makes me so happy when my friends tell me that they're doing good in the world, and they have a religion or faith, and I'm like, yes, girl, thank you. Like, my friend Beezy, she's Jehovah's Witness, and... I don't understand J-dubs. I don't know anything about the religion. Or Mormonism, really. I don't know anything Beasy, about anything.
0: real quick, if you listen to this, how tall are you, ma'am? I remember you being very tall. She's,
1: I think she's, like,
0: 5'10". That is tall. That's pretty tall for a woman. Yeah, good for you. Good on you for yeah. being tall.
1: Great. Love it. Jeans.
0: Also for doing good in the world. So
1: she was telling me, like, not bragging at all, because she's a very humble person, but I was like, oh, so what are you doing this weekend? Can you do X, Y, Z with me? And she's like, no, I literally help feed the poor at a at a homeless shelter once a week and i'm like what i don't do that mm. i'm a bad person compared to you which you, makes yes. me feel yes i am full stop <laughs> <laughs> which which makes me like so proud of my friends for being selfless and really embodying what their religion is teaching. Right, and I
0: see a lot of people who don't have a religion, you know, they don't identify as a religion, but they're doing good in the world. And I think it's sad that um, there are some people who feel so intensely that you have to be of a certain religion, that they forget about the things you're doing. Right, I agree. And they only want to look at the fact that you don't go to church on Sundays.
1: Yeah, I have a hard time understanding that, especially with old white men politicians.
0: I understand them perfectly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because you are one, okay. Yes, I am. Because not all of them, but sometimes some of them are like, oh no, a woman can't X, Y, Z because I know better for her and I can't vote this way because it goes against my Christian values. What? No, it doesn't. Sometimes it's completely contradictory in what he's saying. Like, I can't we're going to have to take $50 million away from the schools and we can't provide hot lunches for children because that goes against my—I'm just making up an example, but it's it's usually something crazy like that. Like, this doesn't make any sense. All the principles in the Bible are saying, please vote yes for this thing, whatever it is. And they're like, no, can't do it. It's against my Christian values. No, you're just making up an excuse because you didn't want to do it, and now you're trying to find a way to justify it. Right. Just like all the people who are like, a man shall not lie with another man. Have you read that verse of the Bible?
0: (laughs) I don't expect they've read much of the Bible.
1: I think they have. Like, my friend Amanda, she has... Let me think. I have nine tattoos. She probably has close to 20. But when she was getting some of her tattoos, a lot of people would give her, not a lot of people, few people would give her a hard time about having tattoos and being a Christian. And she would look at them like, please quote me the verse where it says I can't have tattoos. And they would like haphazardly quote half of a verse or like, oh, you shall not have tattoos, said God. And no, that's not, that's not in the Bible. It says you should not have tattoos in memory of the dead. So everybody with these big old crucifixes with somebody's name on it, that's what the Bible's saying you shouldn't do. But who cares? That rule was written thousands of years ago. Who cares? Well,
0: and you don't get to cherry pick is the problem. If you want to follow the Bible, you better be prepared to follow it in its entirety. I don't remember the name of the book, but I read a book once. Um, It's this guy who does, his his shtick is like, a year of whatever, like yeah. a year of following this, a year of following that. And one year he took and devoted his entire life to following all the religious rules he could. What? Like all of them. I mean, he was like trying to figure out where to get sheep. No Friday. Oh, yeah. He even down to the fibers, he couldn't wear no mixed clothing. fiber clothing. Yeah, it was actually pretty to cool. Did he beat his wife? Uh, I think some of it he did not participate in. Like he didn't stone anybody yeah, that you I know, know of. That's
1: where the rule of thumb comes from right? yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. if y'all don't know people often say that idiom oh the rule of thumb is blah 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 but that comes from the bible saying you are allowed to beat your wife with anything that is not
0: thicker than your not thumb. thicker than
1: your thumb like a branch or something mm-hmm. but thankfully it's horrible because the thinner shit hurts more yes, but <laughs> thankfully we've grown as a society and decided to, yes, cherry pick and not pick that one from the Bible to follow. Just like, oh, you should get married at 13. No, you shouldn't. Right. Because we as a society have grown. Well, Matt. that, I mean, the whole
0: concept of the Bible, the Bible was written by people. The book yeah. of Job, the book of whoever. Yes. I mean,
1: it, it's There's open no to... no direct quote from Jesus. No.
0: And it, Jesus said...
1: But he did not.
0: Go Seahawks. <laughs>
1: No he really didn't say that's that. That's not a quote. No, it's just it's just like if I were to witness something, especially when an incident happens and the police are called and you the police take like a witness statement. Sometimes the witnesses whatever the witness saw and whatever they can retell is not reliable because everything gets jumbled in your brain and it goes through your specific filter. So you might not remember a specific thing or because of your past experiences, you interpret it this way or that way or whatever. So humans are fallible. That's we're just humans. So I'm thinking like, okay, if Job wrote a whole book, cool, good on him. But how much was 100% accurate? Like when I was a kid, I never understood how someone could live in a whale for that long. And my mom would just be like, oh, it's the power of Christ. And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. And then I would see magicians and I'm like, well, is that the same? No, that's the devil. That's the same kind of power? I don't understand. It never really made any sense to me. I couldn't wrap my head around it. I still can't, I guess.
2: Hi, my name's Jeff Richardson. I'm a fan of this program you're listening to, and I'm also a podcaster myself. I do several, but one that I really think you might enjoy, it's called Everything is Awesome. It's me and a friend cover of Neon Genesis Evangelion. I also do really cool interviews with other artists and podcasters, stand-up comedians. Come on over, check it out. Everything is Awesome. Find us on Facebook. And uh, on Twitter, at EIA Podcast.
1: Hey, y'all. This is Kareen And Marianne. And we want to take a moment to tell you how much we appreciate your contribution on Patreon. It's with your support that we can give you our classic banter, our dick talk, our pseudo advice, and other hilarious anecdotes. So if you'd like to help support our podcast and get exclusive content, go to patreon.com slash toocheapfortherapy and give us a dollar or two.
0: But like you're talking about your mom, the way she's telling you this is Jesus magic Mm -hmm. and this is devil magic. Yeah. And your little child brain can't, you know, figure out the difference between the two. I like the way they'll say it was a miracle, but then they'll also say the devil would trick you. Mm. Like, you know what the devil did, you know, when he tricked people is when all those people were kissing the feet of that statue that was leaking holy water and it was coming from the turlet. Oh, yeah. That's the devil tricking you. No, I don't believe in the devil. I don't, I don't think that there's anybody whispering in anybody's ears. I yeah. think that humans can get themselves in all kinds of bullshit without any influence from anybody, really.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think there are just, there's just good and bad people, but it's not black and white. It's You can be a really bad person like
0: yay all right i gotta go Marianne says i can be a really bad person
1: <laughs> like serial killers and whatnot like you there's no redeemable qualities in that person or you can just be a good person like my friend beasy
0: people are so complicated though because like even even those serial killers right like the btk killer he raised his kids his family he supported his wife he took care of his family he took them on vacation from their perspective for their entire young life. They had no idea he was anything yeah, but a great guy.
1: Because he's he was a sociopath, and you can compartmentalize if you're a sociopath. But
0: even on a smaller scale, you know, there's it's like abusers. People think, why would you stay with an abuser? So many people stay with their abusers. Well, if it was bad and abusive all the time, yeah. nobody would. Nobody would be like, I'm going to go home and get smacked around tonight. That's going to be great. True. True. Sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it's great. Sometimes, I mean, you know, those of us who had shitty childhoods still have lots of memories of fun stuff. Yeah. It's just not everything. So it's, uh, it's such a spectrum. It's really hard to, like, obviously... Okay, a serial killer doesn't get to say, like, yeah, I killed a bunch of hookers, but I was a really good dad. Like, right. no, sir, that does not equate. But it's definitely, like, a sliding scale.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. So it's not really black and white, like I said before. It's, it's that people can be good and people can be bad, but, you know, it's all dependent upon your actions. I've met people who've had horrible experiences, terrible things done to them, but they're still good people. And that horrible experience did not shape them into become good people. It just—they became good people in spite of the bad things that happened to them. And the reverse can be true as well. Just people—I've heard of stories where serial killers had the perfect childhood, nothing horrible or traumatic happened to them, but they're just horrible people.
0: Sometimes it's brain chemistry, too. Like, some people are just—they have broken brains. Yeah,
1: but, I mean— I think there's a difference between being a sociopath, and you know the difference between right and wrong, and then being not criminally responsible. Like, you're really insane. Like, that guy who ate the—the Canadian guy who ate the man on the Greyhound. Oh,
0: yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah,
1: he just—he thought he was helping everyone on the bus by ridding everyone of a demon by eating him. So, he's not crimin- not held criminally responsible, and that's something different.
0: Oh, we could talk about the ways that we practice our own spirituality, because, you know, a lot of people, there are, like, the nature woo-woos, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, the animal hippie-dippies, and there's, the, like, the people who want to, you know, get super high and experience, like, physical spirituality, yeah. and and then there's people who like the religious and the mental aspect of it. So, what's, like, what's your deal with spirituality? Like, what, do, what makes you feel like... Like there's more shit than just
1: our shit I don't I don't mm. practice anything Or I don't think a certain way I think everything's kind of just random And there's no meaning To any of this There's no point to our existence
0: and Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right. Pretty
1: much.
0: I sort of feel that way. But I I do have that weird niggling feeling that's like,
1: nah, 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 there's got
0: to be something bigger. But I don't know if that's just my brain. Like, you know, people have, they come back from like, you know, near death experiences or whatever and say, I saw a light and I felt like warm and everything and there's the portion of people who say, Oh my God, I went to heaven and then there's the other portion who go, Yeah, that's what your brain does so that you don't freak out when you're dying. Like a dramatic
1: event. Your brain is cooking up something.
0: Yeah. Perhaps Mm -hmm.
1: or they really did have those experiences we have no way to tell.
0: Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, there's a, certainly a lot of weird shit going on with the brain, like mm-hmm. we're it's obviously capable of intensely intense fuckery.
1: Yeah. It's a powerful tool that we really haven't tapped into 100%. Everyone says, "Oh, we only use 7% of our brain." We use a lot more than that. A lot of it's things we don't have to think of, like breathing and our heart beating and whatnot. Your brain controls all that junk.
0: Well, we hope.
1: I hope so. Keep uh, keep going, brain. If it's not, you're dead. Keep
0: it rolling. And if you are, then when we talk about spiritualism, we'll be talking to you dead folk. That's right. Yeah, we'll have a seance right in here. Mm-hmm. Right in Tesla Studios. We're not going to do that. We're not going to have a seance. Good. No. Yeah, I don't really do anything spiritual as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's hard now because it's 2019 and like... We don't really get a lot of like quiet time, quote unquote, time when your brain can kind of turn off because it's too tempting to be.
1: Well, you have to schedule that, like either schedule time to meditate or schedule time to go to your... Mosque or synagogue or church or whatever and pray.
0: I guess that is the part where religion sort of becomes a positive for spirituality because it gives you, like, a way to communicate with other people about your beliefs and have it not be weird. Like, people tell me, not all the time, but, you know, you hear from somebody, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh, yeah, I believe in Jesus. And I think, I picture myself saying that, oh, I'm a Christian and I just feel like an asshole. Like, Because clearly I don't believe it, because it doesn't ring, like...
1: Well, then you wouldn't
0: say it. Well, right, I know, but I can't think of anything that I could say that wouldn't make me feel like an asshole. Like, oh, I believe in... Meow, 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 meow. Like, I don't... Nope, not really. Mm -hmm. Not really anything. I mean, I could say I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual, but I feel like that's kind of... Everybody says that, and all that means is I'm not religious, right?
1: No, you can't be spiritual without being religious. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of, we have a audio clip from Kenise. Oh, I love
0: Kenise. Yeah. She's my fave. Yeah,
1: she's my fave. All right. You want to hear what she has to say? Yeah. All right, here we go, Kenise. All right. You're on.
2: Hello, ladies. It's um Long-time listener. Third-time caller. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm really excited about this episode that you're putting out this week on spirituality. And I want to keep it brief um, because I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything and I'm not trying to condemn anybody on their beliefs. Um, I'm just going to state the truth as I know it, as it reflects in my own life. And um, I hope that it can be of use on your show. But if not, thanks for listening anyway. There are a couple things. First, let me start by saying I was raised in a Christian household. And I still believe in Jesus Christ and there being one God and Christianity. But it took me figuring out faith on my own to come back to that um, because I was raised in a household um, of that faith. And so I learned it my mom's way. And then I went off to college and I struggled a lot with the beliefs of other people around me and struggled with what I truly believed. And I came back to this decision on my own. And so I think that is part of it, that everybody has to figure out their own journey, that you may grow up in a household with one belief, but we still have a resistance to that belief. And either we walk away from it completely, or we, you know, we return to it on our own terms. And I think people, you know, that that goes to the core of people that they are more likely to accept something if they don't feel like it is forced upon them. I did that on my own voluntarily. I went away from the faith and came back on my own. Um, but there are some faiths that have that built into it. Is it the Mennonites or the Amish where they have, was it Romspringa? Where they let their kids go off into the world to experience everything that they wish to experience. And then at the end of that time, you know, they have to return. And if they choose not to then they actively are choosing to walk away from their faith. And so that they are given an opportunity to make that decision on their own. Um, But with that comes consequences, you know, in that that culture, in that faith, you know, where they are in a way separated from their family. Um, They lose ties to their family. And I don't know all the ins and outs on it. I'm not a expert on that by any means, but... Um, That is my very loose and brief understanding of how how that process goes. But another thing I wanted to bring up was, I truly believe there's a difference between spirituality and religion. Religion is a construct and belief ties more into spirituality and how people perceive what they believe in the pillars and the morals they build their life around. Some people don't believe in an all-seeing, all-knowing, one singular God. Some people believe in many gods. Some people believe, you know, obviously that there is no God, that there isn't this one being that facilitated everything. But I think that belief and faith are, and spirituality are completely separate from religion. Um, religion is this construct, this thing with hard and fast rules, this this thing that that stops growing that stops living and breathing um, because people get so caught up in the traditions and the how things should go as it is written as opposed to possibly evolving how they attend to attributes that are within their faith. So I am a faithful person and I am a spiritual person um, but I do not consider myself religious by any means just because I do think those are separate things. That religion, you get too bogged down in the traditions and the hard and fast rules as opposed to the actual believing part and the acts by doing and, you know, walking the walk and talking the talk. I find that religious people are religious only on Sundays or whatever day your faith practices and then every other day of the week. They are not that. But anyway, I hope um, that this makes sense, and I appreciate you all reaching out. But uh, thanks again, ladies. I love all your episodes, everything you're doing. Keep up the good work.
1: Mm. Hey, Kanaece. Hey,
0: thanks a lot for the message. We
1: listened to your thing. It was nice. It
0: was nice. I love it. I think it's a very good point as far as um, especially, like, needing that freedom to choose your own adventure, if yeah, you will. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that's sort of what I did, and because I was raised non-denominational, weird Christian for a while, mm-hmm. and then nothing for a while. Yeah. And I don't have any problem with people teaching their faith to their children, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily agree with people teaching that it's the only way, and this way is the way, and if right. you have friends who do something different, that's not right. Right. Yeah. And so. even
1: if you are raised Christian and then you come back to the faith and you go with a different type of church, cool. You found your own own group that you feel more comfortable with.
0: It causes a lot of strife in families sometimes, though, If if your parents or your relatives are intensely religious. That's true. Because you definitely don't want to, you know run in screaming everything you believe is bullshit. I had a friend who did that once. Did not go well. Uh, But yeah, you gotta, I mean, it's, you can be respectful, but sometimes the people that you're talking to are not necessarily so respectful of you. That's
1: very true. My mom still thinks I'm going through a phase that I will become a Christian again, but I often tell her, no mom, still not a Christian.
0: No phase, huh?
1: 20 years later, I'm not, no, not at all. But she's still holding tight to that hope. And also, another thing that I never really thought about until now, but when I go to someone's house and their family is religious and they pray before a meal, I just automatically pray with them. Like, okay, th- I guess this is what we're doing. Do you mean, okay, but so you
0: say you pray with them, do you say the words or do you think no. prayers or... I just go
1: through the motions.
0: Like, put your head down.
1: Yes. Okay. And put my hands together. Sure. But when someone comes to my house and they're religious, they kind of do the same thing at my home, even though the majority of us at my home are not religious and we're not praying, now I feel pressured into praying because they are praying. I see. It's not the reversal, I don't know why. And I feel like an asshole being the only one who's standing up and like not praying and just like looking into the corner.
0: Well, like, we do that with Cub Scouts. Like, they do, like, a prayer before meals and stuff. Yeah. And I don't participate. Like, I don't not participate. I don't pray. Like, I'm not in my head thinking, Jesus, I really appreciate this food. Like, I do appreciate the food, but I'm not telling anybody. Yeah. But I do stand there with my head down and, you know, just to be respectful of their business. Like, you do your business and then we eat the hot dish. Yeah, that's what I mean,
1: but it's like... I've been to house, households where at first I don't bow my head or put my hands together, and they look at me. Very few and far between this has happened, and they look at me and they say, oh, we pray in this household. And I just go, uh, okay, I guess I'm going to pray. But when they come to my house and I say, we don't pray here, they still kind of take over the show and pray. Right. And they're like, oh, no, let's all hold hands. Oh. It's not everyone, of course, but yeah, if I it was just that really aggressive christian (laughs) that makes
0: me feel kind of squiggy
1: yeah because you can i I can't pressure someone into being like you can't pray here that's rude and
0: you could though well and And then you wouldn't have to worry about them coming over for dinner i mean
1: that's me discriminating against their religion but if they pressure me into praying there's nothing there's no word for that it's just like they're being dicks
0: that's the word for it. Got it. Is Dick, <laughs> Dick Weedery TM. Aha, there it is. Um, and I think that's bullshit because if you want to pray at any time, I mean, there are people praying. All There's people sitting on the bus right now praying. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're all forcing everyone to hold hands. Right. And say words. I mean, you can put your head down, close your eyes, and, like, Think a prayer. I mean, if you believe everything in the Bible, and you believe that God can hear your innermost thoughts, then you sure as shit can sit there in front of your Big Mac and just be like, thanks. Appreciate yes. it. True. Not making a scene. And the people who do make a scene, I think a lot of times are probably just doing it for show. Yeah,
1: they want maybe they want to show everyone else how much of a Christian they are and how better they are than you. That's when you know they're not a real ch- Christian, when they're showing off. Kinda like Trump, like, Oh, I'm such a great Christian and I'm a good person. No, you're not. You haven't shown any sort of Christian qualities. Right. I'm
0: a I'm a good Christian. Except for all that locking kids up in cages. Yeah. Other than that, totally great Christian.
1: Yeah, grabbing them by the pussy. Oh God,
0: what a nasty, nasty.
1: Corinthians. I believe Corinthians said
0: that. No, it didn't. I think Pornhub said that. I don't think it was Corinthians.
1: Uh, true. Yeah,
0: it's pretty gross. I also think it's interesting when people try to follow the Bible. They say they follow all the teachings of the Bible. But the New Testament and the Old Testament are completely different. Like, the Old Testament was all about, like, fire and brimstone. And the New Testament is all about, like, hope and love and and joy. And, and, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, I was raised with that old school god where it was like the wrath and vengeance like you better do this or you're going to hell and he was like fire and brimstone voltron
0: there. and just yeah. like slashing people in half yes. and cutting up babies yes. and killing animals you better and
1: kill your son for me yeah it's a test like that's
0: fucked up though yeah that's but then super later fucked.
1: the old the younger kids got the cool version of god where he was kind and compassionate and forgiving and would help. But
0: I think I about it sort of in terms of, like, when you have parents and they're really, really strict and mean, but then when you have kids and they become grandparents and they're uh. super nice, it's like, maybe God is just like a
1: grandpa. <laughs> Got
0: it. Maybe he's just like, oh, well, I had to be tough on you kids, but but you grandkids, come get some candy. <laughs> and we're going to roller skate all night. Like, maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe. Solved it. Let's, let's smoke your first bowl. Like, mm. I don't know. Grandpa. maybe. Well, Grandpa has glaucoma, and I'm going to need you to cut him some mm-hmm. slack. Okay, because his eyes hurt.
1: Well, he did create the marijuana, so I right? can't really put it past yeah, him. Yeah,
0: you're not going to. I mean, apples and weed. That's mm. all that the Bible really is. Yeah. It's just horticulture. Snakes
1: and whatnot. God, there are a lot of,
0: like, really cool animal stories, though. Yeah. I didn't care for all the killing just to spread blood around, though. Yeah. You think they were eating them, too? I don't know. What do you think they did with all that?
1: The like, sacrificial animals?
0: Yeah, what do you do with you like just a
1: sacrifice them and then burn them on the altar.
0: Yeah, so to that burn it goes to heaven. Yeah. Oh.
1: So that God receives those smoke signals. That's just. That's that's pretty much it. It's like. You're cooking the lamb meat for God.
0: Just Morse code to God. Pretty much. And he's like, something smells good. (laughs) What's cooking? This is
1: all blasphemy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Well,
0: I mean, this is not the entire reason. This is just. We're going to the
1: seventh layer of nacho. The burrito? (laughs) Hell. Seventh
0: layer of burrito ale. That's right. As for me and my house, we will serve tacos (laughs) on Tuesdays. I don't know. I like the concept of religion, but like so many other things, it's really gotten convoluted to the point where...
1: It's kind of going back to the old school mentality of religion when we had a lot of religious wars and a lot of killings where it's like, you against us, we're different religions, your religion's weird, so... I'm probably going to not like you and maybe kill you. That's not cool.
0: It's always been weird to me, though, because... If you look at all the major religions, they all have the same basics. Like, it's all the same framework. Yes. You're just dressing it up differently. Yes. So why do we go kill people based on it? I have no idea. Well, your god has one too many arms, and I'm not into it, so... It's probably
1: because they have oil, and we don't, so... Well, yeah, it is that. We need a reason to go get them.
0: It is that, but...
1: They need their religious freedom, so we gotta go relieve them of their oil.
0: Well, there's no way to be more free than to be dead.
1: And to have less oil. Right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Well, I wanted to read a story for you guys, if I could. It's called The Egg. It's by Andy Weir. He's the same guy who wrote The Martian that you guys probably all watched the movie. Ooh, that was a good It book. was a great. It was a great movie. Good book. I liked it. And this is a short story called The Egg. You were on your way home when you died. It was a car accident. Nothing particularly remarkable, but fatal nonetheless. You left behind a wife and two children. It was a painless death. The EMTs tried their best to save you, but to no avail. Your body was so utterly shattered. You were better off, trust me. And that's when you met me. What? What happened? You asked. Where am I? You died, I said matter-of-factly no point in mincing words there was a, a truck and it was skidding yep i said
2: i i died
1: yep but don't feel bad about it everyone dies i said you looked around there was nothingness just you and me
2: what is this place you asked Is this the afterlife?
1: More or less, I said.
2: Are you God?
1: You asked. Yep, I replied. I'm God. My kids? My wife? You said. What about them? Will they be all right? That's what I like to see, I said. You just died, and your main concern is for your family. That's good stuff right there. You looked at me with fascination. To you, I didn't look like God. I just looked like some man. Or possibly a woman. Some vague authority figure, maybe. More of a grammar school teacher than the Almighty. Don't worry, I said. They'll be fine. Your kids will remember you as perfect in every way. They didn't have time to grow contempt for you. Your wife will cry on the outside, but will secretly be relieved. To be fair, your marriage was falling apart. If it's any consolation, she'll feel very guilty for feeling relieved. Oh. He said. So what happens now? Do I go to heaven or hell or something? Neither, I said. You'll be reincarnated. Ah. He said. So the Hindus were right. All religions are right in their own way, I said. Walk with me. You followed along as we strode through the void. Where are we going? nowhere in particular i said it's just nice to walk while we talk so what's the point then you asked when i get reborn i'll just be a blank slate right a baby so all my experiences and everything i did in my life won't matter not so i said you have within you all the knowledge and experience of all your past lives you just don't remember them right now i stopped walking and took you by the shoulder. Your soul is more magnificent, beautiful, and gigantic than you can possibly imagine. A human mind can only contain a tiny fraction of what you are. It's like sticking your finger in a glass of water to see if it's hot or cold. You put a tiny part of yourself into the vessel, and when you bring it back out, you've gained all the experiences it had. You've been in a human for the past 48 years, so you haven't stretched out yet and felt the rest of your immense consciousness. If we hung out here for long enough, he'd start to remember everything, but there's no point to doing that between each life. How many times have I been reincarnated, then? Oh, lots. Lots and lots, and into lots of different lives, I said. This time around you'll be a Chinese peasant girl in 540 AD. Wait, what? He stammered. You're sending
2: me back in time?
1: Well, I guess technically. Time, as you know it, only exists in your universe. Things are different where I come from. Where you come from? You said. Oh, sure, I explained. I come from somewhere. Somewhere else. And there are others like me. I know you'll want to know what it's like there, but honestly, you wouldn't understand. Oh. He said, a little let down. But wait. If I get reincarnated to other places in time could have interacted with myself at some point. Sure. Happens all the time. And with both lives only aware of their own lifespan, you won't even know it's happening. So what's the point of it all? Seriously? I asked. Seriously? You're asking me for the meaning of life? Isn't that a little stereotypical? Well, it's a reasonable question. You persisted. I looked into your eyes. The meaning of life... The reason I made this whole universe is for you to mature. You mean mankind? You want us to mature? No, just you. I made this whole universe for you. With each new life, you grow and you mature and become a larger and greater intellect. Just me? What about everyone else? There is no one else, I said. In this universe, there's just you and me." You stared blankly at me. But all the people on Earth? All you. Different incarnations of you. Wait, I'm everyone? Now you're getting it, I said, with a congratulatory slap on the back. I'm every human being who ever lived? Or who will ever live, yes. "'I'm Abraham Lincoln.' "'And you're John Wilkes Booth, too,' I added. "'I'm Hitler!' you said, appalled. "'And you're the millions he killed. "'I'm Jesus?' "'And you're everyone who followed him.' "'You fell silent. "'Every time you victimized someone,' I said, "'you were victimizing yourself. "'Every act of kindness you've done, "'you've done to yourself. "'Every happy and sad moment,' Ever experienced by any human was or will be experienced by you. You thought for a long time. Why? You asked me. Why do all this? Because someday you will become like me. Because that's what you are. You're one of my kind. You're my child. Wow. You said, incredulous. You mean I'm a god? No. Not yet. You're a fetus. You're still growing. Once you've lived every human life throughout all time, you will have grown enough to be born. So, the whole universe... You said. It's just... An egg, I answered. Now it's time for you to move on to your next life. And I sent you on your way. Well, I like...
0: The trippiness of it. Yeah, man. That was, that's working for me. You
1: are everyone, and ah!
0: everyone is you. Ah, I'm having a panic attack. Yeah. I mean, and that's sort of what spirituality is leading people to, right? Like, if you're participating in it in an open way, is that everything you do to everybody, you're really doing to yourself because we're all here together and yeah, don't it, fuck it up, uh, dude.
1: It gave me a kind of um, First Nation Native American vibe, in like, We are all interconnected with even things that are inanimate, rocks and things that are still alive, trees and other animals. We're all kind of one because when we die, we all just go back into the ether and, I don't know, become carbon for something else.
0: It's especially interesting in terms of, like, the climate change and stuff that's going on right now because you look at people who have it all, you know, they have money, they have big corporations and factories and stuff, and it's like... They have no foresight i mean you're you're destroying the earth, mm-hmm. and then what's your money gonna mean like what's your what's your money gonna mean to your grandkids when they don't have air right i mean money won't buy any more time for the planet to live that's true it's um it's gross and selfish, and I like what it says about that whole concept of being selfish only hurts you right you know yeah definitely so. Don't be gross.
1: Yeah, don't be.
0: You should knock off your gross shit. That's right. That'd be great. Just be a
1: good person. Maybe
0: you could just settle down. Don't be an asshole. And uh, have a, you know, have a cocoa or something. Hot cocoa Have yourself a hot chocolate. Ooh, that sounds real nice. I know. Ooh, you know what I want? A milkshake.
1: Ooh, no, no. Hot cocoa. No, you can have a milkshake. I'll have a hot cocoa.
0: Okay. I want the heater on, but I also want to drink... A milkshake. I want all my groceries in one bag, but I don't want that bag to be heavy. That's right. Okay. We can do it. I'm drinking milkshake in front of the
1: fire. Sounds good. Oh. Melted milkshake. Oh, well, I mean, milkshake is just melted ice cream anyway, isn't That's it?
0: That's true. That's true. If you let your ice cream melt, you got a milkshake with a spoon in it. <laughs> and you look dumb. That's right. <laughs> so, you eat your spoon, get yourself a reusable straw.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Save the environment.
0: Because I am now uh, the penultimate mom, and I carry... Reusable silicone straws in my bag. Ooh. Because I don't like to have the plastic ones. How
1: very environmentally friendly of you.
0: Well, I'm trying. I'm not doing so great, but it's a start, right? Yeah. Gotta start somewhere. You do have to start somewhere, and I feel like teaching my kids that they can drink without a straw. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed how much like straw-centric we've become yes. as a society?
1: Yeah. That's I even feel weird not using a straw. <coughs> <laughs>
0: and I have straw. I outed you for your straw. I sure did. Well, whose fault is that? Wendy's really, That's because right. they don't offer a non-straw Wendy's. option. Wendy's. If Starbucks has done anything good for the world, it's introduced those adult sippy cups. That's right. Which is what that we all. a good idea. Yeah, that was brilliant. That's
1: all I really wanted—just a sippy cup.
0: Yeah. So we bought a bunch of the stainless steel straws originally, mm-hmm. and then we read a news story about somebody who fell while they were drinking with one of those oh, and no. impaled themselves oh, on no. it. No. And then we immediately bought the silicone ones. There you go. Because I do not ever want to be on, you know, True Stories of the ER. Plan B. With a straw sticking out my neck. That's right. Yeah. Ooh. That is not a good look. Mm-mm. And it's not fun. Nope. And it's not cool. No. So knock it off.
1: That's right. Yeah. All right. You want to do a sign off?
0: Yeah, I suppose we could. Okay. If you're into that kind of thing. I am. Oh.
1: Okay. Uh... Spirituality is golden.
0: And have a cocoa and sit your ass down.
1: All right. All right. Have a day. We're going to go eat. Have a day. We're so cheap, so cheap. Too cheap for therapy. We're cheap. We're cheap, cheap. We're so cheap, so cheap. Won't pay for therapy. I
2: say, We're cheap, we're cheap, cheap. We're
1: so cheap, so cheap. We do our own damn therapy. We're cheap. We're cheap, cheap We're so cheap, so cheap Come get your therapy for free